I am so glad that I never got that food job. No, no, not to add them. No, no, I don't need any more. No, I mean to take them out. I was always obsessed since I was little. I was walking around with like watermelons, giving people black eyes. I'm talking like 12. Okay. And I begged my mom, begged her. And she said to me, when you're 18, you can decide. And I am so glad that I kept these suckers in and I have them out for you today. And I might just even jiggle them later. Do you know why? Yeah. Stick around. Do you know why? Because having boobs is fucking awesome as is being a woman. And you know what guys, sadly, you just may never know unless you transition in which like even trans women, you can attest to this. Yeah. Having boobs and being a woman is fucking awesome. And I'm playing up to this theme today. Like I got the, I got the boobies out. I got like the hair done. I even put eyeliner on for you fuckers. It is beautiful and badass to be who we are, the gender we are. But sadly, the woke has gone so mad hatter that they are literally trying to eradicate the difference between sexes. And it's insane. So the party of this crazy today starts with my friend, Demi Lovato. Oh, Demi, Demi Dem Dempster. So Demi Lovato reposted a scroll on Instagram that was originally posted by a trans person, okay? Saying that gender reveal parties are by nature transphobic. (laughs) Yes, it's. It's true. And listen, I'm not going to impede on Dem's speech. Okay. This is like a little framing Britney Spears moment because I interviewed Demi and let me tell you, it was like kind of, her team was like, it was kind of crazy because they were like in her asshole, like, like literally on her, like a hawk, black hawk down. And she couldn't even say anything for herself. And watching Framing Britney Spears, the new documentary, it reminded me of that, like that protection, right? It kind of like brought me back. I was doing this campaign. I've talked about it on the show before called We Are More. I was having celebrities write down something that we wouldn't know about them on a blank slate, which is interesting because blank slates are another theme of today, okay? Uh, Because it's what we're all becoming basically. But nonetheless, I had her write down a word, take a picture with it. And she wrote down the word strong. As soon as I did this, we were in a big conference room, right? After I interviewed her, go out to take the photo and her team came after me. Okay. Like the Pillsbury Doughboy after a biscuit. She was even like taken aback, like, oh my God, no, no, it's okay. Like I want to do this. And I'm thinking this is a grown woman who can barely even like speak or do something for herself. Like that's how protected she is. So with that said, I'm going to support Demi in saying whatever the hell she wants to say as Looney Tunes as it is. Okay. So this post says gender reveal parties are problematic and inherently transphobic. And here are some highlights. I'm going to read them to you. And let me just say, I agree that we don't need gender reveal parties, but not because of this lunacy, because no one, we, we don't fucking care. No, I'm not trying to steal your joy, but like, honestly, we get it. We get that you blinked. We get that you pissed. We get that you had a wedding. We get the, like, we fucking get it. Okay. Like save some things for the privacy of your home and your memories. But here is what, here are some highlights of this post. Okay. And if you're watching this, you're going to get a sweet little pop-up visual aid. It's both insincere and incorrect to pretend that gender reveal parties are not transphobic. 
You can't have your proverbial pink blue binary cake and eat it too. This is not about political correctness. It's just correct. Then it goes on to say, it's a way of thinking that understands non-trans people as more natural and organic and erases everyone else. Here's where, here's where it gets good. Your high school biology teacher is rolling in their grave. Pushes the illusion that genitals equal gender and there are only two options, boy or girl. Wait for it. Erases the fact that there are boys with vaginas and girls with penises. Idea that sex is based on genitalia and is inconsistent with science. My favorite word at last. I knew it was going to pop up this week because it's the best. The science. You guys, this is just madness. Listen, and I want to say this too, okay? What kind of monster wouldn't want trans people to have rights? And if you are a trans person right now and you're hurting and you're confused, like I'm giving you a hug through the airwaves. And you know what? You can even like get in here and motorboat me. Like that's how much I want to comfort you and understand your pain. I even read something that said biological women are four times less likely to be murdered than trans women. I know that the struggle is real and I know that you deserve and need your rights. Okay. This is the, where it gets insane. And the thing is, I feel like most trans people would agree. So people were, I was scared to read the comments because I was like, are people actually like gonna believe this? Are they gonna see that this is like a little insane now? The comments were all like, I'm sorry, come again. Even from trans people, even trans people were pushing back and being like, um, here's one comment I found funny. I don't think this was from, well, no, it's not from a trans woman because she said she was pregnant, but it says I was pregnant during a pandemic. And one of the few things I could do was find out with my fiance, if we were having a boy or a girl, that doesn't mean I won't love her. If she decides she identifies in some other way, when she's old enough to define and articulate that. Until then, she is my friend. She is my precious bundle of joy that I got to throw pink confetti for. Like I said, the rest of the posts were just like a tidal wave of, are you fucking serious? Like, are you really, are, are you serious? I know that we're in like progressive times, but what? But the thing that I can get behind this crazy is why does everything have to be so extreme, right? I'm not saying, of course, that trans people should be erased, but why do men and women have to be erased? Again, do we need gender reveal parties? Honestly, like I'm over it, but in the despair of this pandemic or not, let these parents have a moment of bliss to find out if their child has a little pee-pee or a little wee-wee. <laughs> you can decide what each one is, but you know what I'm saying? And if they decide later it's something else, then so be it. But how are you going to be out here being like genitalia doesn't matter and biology is just a myth and the thing of the past, like, oh my God, this is like the woke manifesto gone wrong. Can you imagine Adam and Eve right now? They're like looking down like, bitch, all that for nothing. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Also, this is neither here nor there. And I don't really care about these details, but people are saying that Demi posted it in spite of her ex, Wilmer Valderrama, because he just had a gender reveal with his new bae. And so like, I don't know if deeming all gender reveal parties as transphobic is just her way of like doing a little dig. Like, listen, we all like to get back at our ex. I don't know. I didn't look into this part of it, but that's what people are saying. Either way, it's come on. It's bonkers. So somebody who added a really intellectual argument to this 
Funhouse is Andrew Sullivan. So Andrew Sullivan is one of the columnists who I had talked about in the past, these columnists who were ditching their woke publications like the New York Times and Vox. So Andrew Sullivan is a prominent um, columnist, well, was for New York Magazine for years. And he quit because eventually he was like, I cannot take the wokeness. It's haunting my dreams. So I actually subscribed. He has his own platform now called the weekly dish and writes essays. Right. And so here's what he said about all this nutso. Cause I'm not going to get into the politics of this, but we know that like Biden boy, little bitey boy is like really going ham on this whole thing. So Andrew Sullivan basically says it's pretty simple. You need, you got a PP with sperm and you got a wee wee with eggs. And that is like, that is how we're here. That is how we reproduce. That's how you got here. It's how I got here. And how we'll carry on this dreaded fucking human race because we are all nuts. But it's really that simple. And he says no amount of wokeness is going to erase the fact that there is that biology of how we reproduce and procreate. He argues that you can't, you can't have it both ways. Like you can't start mixing. So gender is socially what you call yourself, right? Whether it be fluid, male, female, whatever it may be. Sex is biologically like your parts, what, what you were born with. Okay. You can't just start mixing the two. Like he says, gender is gender period. So this is where it starts to get tricky because we have things like, I'm sure you guys have heard of the equality act, but now that we have things like biological men competing in women's sports, like I saw this girl, this poor girl, I don't know if it was like tennis or what it was, but it was like this middle school girl, like almost in tears, giving like a press conference being like, well, if we have biological boys start competing with us. That just, well, fuck me for trying basically like just squash the competition right there. Right. So say you have sports and Andrew Sullivan says like, well, what would be the point of women's divisions and women's sports? Right. Because men and women are built differently on a biological level. Again, guys, you'll never have these. It's too bad for you. Then you have things like bathrooms, right? The whole bathroom issue. And Andrew Sullivan even says like teens, when they're figuring out their identity, what, like it's hard enough already. So that could be a little dicey, right? And I know for me, like I'm a grown ass woman. When I was in Hollywood, they always had mixed bathrooms. I'm a very private person. Number one, like, I don't even fart in front of my, I'm like, no girls don't fart. What are you talking? No, you're insane. You're insane. I used to have a boyfriend who would like make me and it would crack him up. And like, to this day, I'm shook because like, we don't do that. No, but here's the real reason why it like kind of trips me out is because guys are fucking messy. You guys are disgusting. So I would go to so many events, like at the Beverly Hilton, where it would just be like one restroom for all people. And let me just say trans women, I'm sure you guys are nice and tidy and neat trans men. I don't know. I don't know about that situation, but I'm talking about biological males. I'm sorry. You guys are disgusting. I'm not trying to sit in a pool of your piss and pubic hair. I'm trying to do my nice little lady thing and be on with my day. It's triggered and scarred. Right. And Andrew Sullivan also talks about too, like if you have biological women who maybe were like abused by men or had bad things with men. And then they're, they're forced to be with biological men who are now women, whether it be in prisons or like I said, sports bathrooms, whatever it is, what is the point of all of the rights that biological women were given? Right. It's all like, it's a, basically it's all a mishmash mess. Doesn't really make sense. So he basically says, once you start doing this and ignoring that and he's pretty woke. Let me just say, I'm going to get to it later because there are parts of it that he's like, he's gay. 
So he's like, I understand it. Like I'm all for it. Right. Have 120 million genders. If you want, like have a ball, but once you start ignoring like the biology of it and that truth and that science, if you will, wink, wink, that's where we start to get in trouble. Or as he says, asking for trouble. And this is where it's like, if this video already isn't putting the interweb in flames, it's a goddamn miracle because look what's already happening. We can't have these discussions. We can't even have them. Like the thought police is so hardcore on these discussions. I don't know how they, they must be insomniacs. I don't know how they rest because every day I wake up and it's someone else is being called transphobic or expelled or fired for merely having this conversation. And it's nuts. And let me just say, I'm going to get into this in a little bit, but this stuff should, I know it's it, with the identity and it runs deep and it's a sensitive raw, touchy issue, but there is a side of it. That's fun. It's fun to talk about this stuff. Right. And it's, here we go again, the no fun club, sucking it, sucking it like your janitorial staff at your high school in the vacuum. It's out again. I've said this before. We make everything so serious. This should be fun talking about sex and gender and who we are. It's fun. And you're going to see in a little bit. I actually have conversations with trans women who live out this very thing. So hold on to your panties, but let's get into this virtual book burning. Okay. So there have been multiple authors who with no notice have had their books just dropped off Amazon, just dropped like a hot potato, like a hot Mr. Potato. I'm going to get into that little fucker in a little, but this is what is scary. And this is like for you guys in my 1984 book club, which can't wait to see you Saturday for part two. This is where it starts to be scary. This is straight up 1984 burning books rewriting history, rewriting what you want to call science. And by the way, I know a lot of people will argue against all of this stuff because they're holding on to like the nuclear family and traditional values. I'm 30 and single. What do what you want to do? Like, I don't, I've said it before. Like, I don't care if you have 17 dicks. It doesn't bother me. Live your life. Like live however you feel free. I'm not just holding on to it for the sake of like tradition. And I don't like change. I don't like the idea that we can't even have a conversation about this stuff. Like you're in a purgatory of your own thoughts. Okay. So the virtual book burning without no notice. So here are some books that this has happened to. And by the way, these authors make, they sell hundreds and thousands of copies. Like this is their income and all of a sudden without notice. Okay. Bye. One of them was the end of gender. One is when Harry became Sally, the guy who wrote when Harry became Sally, I haven't read the book. Okay. So I can't speak to it, but I know that he's the president of a prominent think tank in DC And here's what he said about his book essentially being burned on Amazon, right? He said, it's not about how you say it. It's not about how rigorously, that's a big word. It's not about how rigor, rigor, okay, this is going well. Not about how rigorously you argue it. It's about how charitably you present it. It's about whether you dissent from a new orthodoxy. I know those are big words for you today. What he's basically saying is if you aren't packaging your thoughts, your books, whatever, in the neat little box that the woke wants, bitch, your book is going on the wood pile to go in flames. Say bye-bye. That's it. I saw a video of a kid, an education student, actually, who was suspended from SUNY. And it's the same idea. It's like, we don't have to agree, but the, it's like all of a sudden, It's not even a slap on the wrist. It's like, 
you never existed. So this kid put up a video, I watched it and I don't agree with all of it, but he's talking about the biology, right? And he literally says, a man is a man, a woman is a woman. The part I don't agree with is he says, a man can't become a man, a woman and vice versa, which I disagree. Like if your soul feels like a woman, honey, get the boobs, join the club and have a good time or vice versa. But this is the scary part, okay? SUNY not only suspended him, they said that he would only reinstate him, basically, accept him back, lift the suspension if he basically reprogrammed himself. Like, if that's not 1984, George Orwell right now, he's throwing back shots of whiskey being like, bitch, I warned you. Have a good time. Because they say that he has to delete his IG posts, become less visible on social media altogether. And this is the scary part had to reprogram and take a re-education training. Now I understand, like if you're going to school to be a teacher, you can't be out here being like, I think it's not a good look to be out here being like, nope, trans doesn't exist, sorry. But the whole idea of like suspension, you're expelled, go away, watch yourselves. That shit is big brother. That shit is big brother all the way. And you know the part that I don't like about all this? I feel like, like, wait till I tell you about Mr. Potato Head, if you haven't heard yet. The part that I don't like about this is I feel like trans people who may not be asking for all this are going to get the wrath. And that's not fair. I'll never forget when Sade Spence, you know, she's been on the show more than anyone. She's the reigning champ, black woman, black journalist. And she talked about the woke mob, like going so overboard when it comes to like, plucking black people into every single movie and making us think about inclusion and diversity. And she even says, we didn't ask for this. Like you don't need to fight in front of us, fight alongside of us. Like, let us give the cues. You guys are just like doing your thing, thinking you own the place and doing what you want. And we're not asking for it. Right. I feel like that applies to this because we're going to get, people are going to get so uptight being like, oh, I don't even know if I can say she heard this, that, oh, what my toys can't even have a gender now, this, that, blah, blah, blah. And it gives it like, makes it like it's trans people's responsibility. And that's not cool either because they might not, they, they might be like, bitch, we didn't even ask, leave us alone and let us be. And I feel like more when it comes to wanting to erase gender period, I've said it before. Number one, what would be the point of transitioning if like gender isn't a thing? I talk to trans women. I've talked to famous trans women, prominent ones. This is what I mean about how we're losing sexiness altogether, because you'll see, I ask them, what makes you feel most sexually empowered? Like you are in tune, like you are ready. They all say things that are like solely tied to gender. I'm going to play this. So this clip was from an event at YouTube. And this isn't all, there's two trans women in it, Gigi Gorgeous and Blair White. And I actually asked Blair to come on the podcast. So let's see, Blair, let's do it, sister. The rest are all, I believe they're all gay. So needless to say, I'm not saying that they're all the same, but you're going to see, right? Here's a mix of trans people and gay people saying what makes them feel sexiest. Roll it. So I'm going to get it in with her. And that too. Wait, how old are you? Okay? I'm 20. Oh, you're 20. Okay, mm-hmm. so I can make it a perfect joke. Yeah, you I can. Because I know, like, yeah. I overheard you talking about how you're gay, but, like, I literally want to have sex with you. Like, okay, I'm down. You're I'm so down. Cute. That, you're that like, could so be a video. Hot. I had sex with a girl for the first time. Oh, no, let's do it. Break the internet, bitch. Oh, you're making it. Oh, 
She's like, I'm digging this cleave, like, though. I'm digging this cleave. Let me check out myself, a little selfie action. I have been staring at your boobs the whole time you're just doing that. <laughs> they're out. I'm so scared they're going to come out. Um, I'm totally I'll do a little cleave it. with you, but I got to, like, we got to, there we go. Aerial okay. view. Same. Living. Yes, we are here celebrating sexuality. Yes. When you feel like you're most, like you're most in tune with your sexuality, like your most sexual self. Maybe when I wake up in the morning and it's just like a new day and I'm all natural. When I am completely naked but in high heels with my boyfriend, when I'm a little bit tipsy. <laughs> am I making you uncomfortable? Oh my gosh, I just always get a little uncomfortable. Oh my god, you're so cute. Um, <laughs> Probably just little arms. Stop, I know. Honestly, when I'm with my boyfriend. Probably with me and my boyfriend again in it on. No, I'm just kidding. You don't have to get it. <laughs> like, when you're just honest and like you start communicating and I don't know. Oh, you're so PG. You know when I'm walking down a red carpet and I'm all dressed up, trying to like, yeah. Or sometimes like, you know when you get out of the gym, you look in the mirror and I'm like, damn. No, feel yourself. I'm doing good. When I feel like I'm wearing what I'm comfortable wearing and right not now? like, yeah, right now. Right now, I feel so sexy. Right? I like to uh, get freaky sometimes. Ah, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. One cleave shot for the road. Thanks so much. Have a good one. So, do you see what I mean? They're like, it's all these things that are strongly tied to gender. Waking up in the morning with no makeup, that's like playing up to the feminine side. Or, you know, being totally naked in high heels, getting it on with my man, things like that, right? It's really empowering because you're like, yeah, hell yeah, I feel that. This is where I feel like you can't have it both ways to the woke and to these policies. It's like, do you want people to be rewarded and protected for a gender or just erase it all because none of it really fucking matters anyway? This is what brings me to your old friend, your old pal, Mr. Potato Head, who is a Mr. No More. No, not entirely, but a little bit. But and I want to give a quick aside too. We can't cover everyone. This is where we're getting ourselves in a mess. Like say you're like Taylor, but what about people who don't identify one way or the other and they want to be fluid? And that's where all these like Mr. Potato Head crazy comes in, right? That's cool. Be fluid then. But we like we can cover everyone because if that starts to happen, it's going to get into this like gray mess that's happening. And everyone is just going to be like, holy shit, what am I a Martian from space or not? And also, like I said, erasing even these trans people, even these gay people being like, this is what makes me feel sexy. Like, nope, void. So if you want to be fluid, like be fluid. I don't care. Look at Ruby Rose. Do you guys remember when Ruby Rose from Orange is the New Black came out as gender fluid. And it was like the hottest thing. I was working at VH1 at the time and I was covering this bitch around the clock. I was like, I'm digging her dress like a man and I'm digging her dress like a woman. Like I'm down, do it. Like absolutely do it. But we're getting into this bind now where we're trying to make literally every single group feel coddled almost. Like we're in the society where everybody has to be coddled and it's like you know what and i'm not saying this goes to you if you're fluid this could go to anyone like for anyone straight gay whatever it is any color doesn't matter sometimes life is hard life is hard period and we learn from that it makes us stronger it makes us have thicker skin and again i'm not saying that you're like deserving of it because you identify as this or you feel this type of way we're gonna get ourselves into a bind if we are trying to accommodate to every single subset of person 
You know, and this reminds me in Andrew Sullivan's piece, he also talks about how he is all for the square root of pi times a million genders to identify with. He tells a story in one of his uh, columns about how his dad was always this like manly man. And he loved to, he was like this alpha male, right? And he always loved to paint. And he felt like his dad never expressed his love of painting or of art because he felt like he had to have this like hard man facade. And that's why Andrew Sullivan is for breaking down what you want to call like traditional, you know, roles for gender, et cetera. And this is where, again, I'm like, okay, like, why do you have to be coddled? Like, if you want to paint, fucking paint. Like, do we need to have a painting for alpha manly man club to make you feel better. It's like, and it's goes back to the fluid. If you want to be fluid, be fluid, live your life, have a good time. Absolutely. I'm behind you and Ruby Rose, give me a call. And I've said it before, but this idea, I've literally seen this on the internet of 112 genders, whatever it is. How many rules and labels are you going to make for people? It's like, that is the exact opposite of liberation and being free. And then add an extra layer. If you say the wrong thing, you're punished. I'll call you whatever you want me to call you, but I don't want to be punished for slipping up and thinking or saying the wrong thing. Okay. It's just not going to work, which brings me to Mr. Potato Head. So Hasbro, the toy company, keep in mind, this is the same company that basically pulled pre-orders of Cara Dune action figures, who is Gina Carano's character in The Mandalorian which I refer you to last week's app, you know, that's it. Okay. So like we know Hasbro's like really like doing a lot and has no chill right now. So after, and this is interesting too. So this came from an investors meeting, which makes me think one thing. And I've said it before, the shit is all about what you guys, the green, I'm not talking about weed. I'm talking about, I'm not talking about this tree on my head. I'm talking about money money. Okay. So they decide, you know, the iconic Mr. Potato head created in the fifties may or may not have had one. It's like a key role in toy story is no longer going to be called Mr. Potato head. It's just the logo and the brand now is going to just drop it and just be called potato head. But there still is going to be a Mr. And Mrs. Potato head. There's just now going to be like a new, I guess it's just going to be a plastic potato, like a blank slate to be sensitive to people who don't identify or kids who don't identify with one gender or the other. I understand it, but who like, does a plastic potato have this much of an impact on your life? I'm not trying to be mean, but like, I haven't thought about Mr. Potato head since I was four, five at best. Okay. So there's that, but they argue that by giving this blank slate, kids can have like to make two dads, make two potato head moms. Okay. I get that. But to me, it kind of reminds me of like the movie reboot. It's like taking a a movie right from like the eighties or nineties that wouldn't fly today, whether it be politically incorrect, whatever it is, and try to make it fit for today, whether that be inclusion, swapping gender roles, whatever it is, it's like, just make a new goddamn movie. So same thing with this, like, just make a new toy for crying out loud. Like how much are we, we like, no one can acknowledge that we are ever evolving and changing. They're like, wait, I'm sorry. What the caveman didn't understand. You know, I love a caveman throwback. Don't know why, but I do. I just like feel for those people, but why do we have no capacity to be like, okay, we're in a different place that we are now than we were five, 10, 15 years ago. So now we have to erase and change everything. Like suddenly everyone's going to have amnesia 
and we have to correct everything. How far do you go to pick something apart and change it? I even saw a funny, um, a funny tweet that said, I think the has bro needs to drop the bro and just be has right. And it's like, that's, that's what is, that is what this is becoming though. It's like, we are picking every little thing apart. No one is like acknowledging that something of the past, let it be in the past, let it carry on the tradition, whatever it may be. You can't, there's no possible way you're going to be able to tweak and change every little thing. So we now are going to depart from the carousel of Cuckoo. And I'm going to bring it back to Demi and her hatred for gender reveal parties in that they are inherently, that's my coffee maker going off, a little slice of life here, welcome, that they are inherently transphobic. It's the same idea as this Mr. Potato Head. What is the joy in making everybody a blank, like a neutral carbon copy of one another. And think about what it's going to do to that, these kids. Remember puberty? It's already hard enough of a time. What are you going to do? Give these kids like 150 options to be like, pin the tail on the gender. It, at some point, it's just going to be so confusing and create such a mess. Even Blair White, who is in this video I showed, she is a proud, strong trans woman and she's hot. Dudes, you know it. Straight dudes, if you're watching that, you're like, oh, oh, right? Yeah. And she even says, forcing this on these kids, allowing to get them to get surgery, whatever, at such a young age before you even have your body parts. Like I said, me with the boob job, I told you I promised a little jiggle. There you go. She literally calls it child abuse. Because what is this going to do to them? It's going to make them a total mess. I bring it back to the potato head. It's like, we want everybody to feel seen and represented. Like that is important. Yes, but we are also in a time where identity has never been more important, right? Ethnicity, skin color, gender, dolls with different body shapes, right? It's like creating a square little gray box and being like, you get to choose. It's up to your inter interpretation, the skin color, the body size, this gender. This, I mean, honestly, isn't that contradictory? Like this is supposed to be liberating. What is the point of women's rights? Like it was such a big deal that Kamala Harris was the first women VP. I guess it doesn't matter because gender doesn't matter. Like none of it fucking matters. And I know that I've joked before, like women aren't suppressed, blah, blah, blah. Now we may not feel suppressed, but no joke. I'm going to keep it 100. You know that women have come a long ass way and fought really hard. What? We couldn't even vote however many years ago. Remember my grandma told me a story that she was pregnant in the workforce and she couldn't tell anybody until months down the line because she would get fired. We have come such a long way. So are all the, like now it's everything is neutral, clean slate. So doesn't matter. Sorry. Are we all just going to become eventually inanimate objects, like a blank plastic potato head? I mean, honestly, it is sucking the sexiness and the fun out of life, out of who we are, right? As individuals, that's our identity. It's what's so exciting and so liberating. Our sexuality, whether that be traditional or not, what a bleak existence, kids and adults alike to just wipe that clean and erase that. This whole discussion, this whole idea of wiping gender clean and making us all the same is the opposite of sexy. And you even see that with these trans women who are like, I love this about being a woman. I love this, like, I love it. I played it up for you guys today. Like I said, the eyeliner, the lip liner, 
the boobies, the little hair bounce, because we love it. It makes us feel empowered. So let's bring sexy back. I'm sorry for the Justin Timberlake reference. If you guys are triggered due to recent events, but let's bring it back. That is what we love about ourselves and each other. Who would have thought the biggest rebellion against the woke mob would be fully embracing your sexuality. Let's do it. And guys, that goes for you too. Swing the dicks, whatever it is you have to do. And you know what? Normally I'm opposed to the unwarranted dick pic, but if it's how you want to roll right now in spirit of this video to flaunt yourself and feel sexual, my inbox may or may not be open, pun intended. <laughs>